This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast number 339. In like a lion, out like an iPad. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to the MyMac.com podcast. For English, please press 1. Bienvenido a la MyMac.com podcast para palale prensa español, por favor, dos. I pressed 1. I pressed 1. <laughs> Hello. This is okay. the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, in order to have multi uh, multilingual support in podcasting, that 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 has to wait until iTunes ten point five comes out. That that that's when that's coming out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like right. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just don't know how my mind works. Gaz, how are you? I'm I'm good actually. I'm very good after um, you know a, a day's hard work, and today was particularly busy i was suddenly thrust into the thought oh crikey we've got a we've got an apple event when i come home and um yeah yeah so i'm I'm good i'm good it's got me thinking i've got to spend even more money with that damn company <laughs> well now you actually uh live blog that yourself yeah, yeah sort of uh, we're not really well, a, not yeah. really a live blog no it's not what we what we kind of do is uh, mike and i over at for mac eyes only we we basically we do we call it like it's uh, reaction time but what we do is we we take our instant reactions from the blogs that are, are obviously scrolling through from the event itself and we've been doing it now since i think early 2008 whereas we just sit down and we do a skype call together and obviously he sees his feed scrolling through and i see the you know similar sorts of feeds sure. scrolling through and um we just kind of react to it and obviously because there's there's often a bit of a time lapse and then they'll do demonstrations and stuff it gives us a little bit of time to talk about what we've just seen and um yeah. our instant reaction can oft, often be looked back on and you think why the hell did you say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well as compared to this show which is so clear and concise <laughs> yeah i often look back at podcast. <laughs> i often look at look back at my sentences and think what the hell did i say <laughs> Well, um, th- this is going to be literally an action-packed show. It's 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 so full that why don't we just go ahead and get right into the MyMac stuff? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. So the uh, first item on the MyMac.com uh, website is Find a Mac App Store Bargain. And that's an app review by Elisa. You say and I say oh, Nearly. I- Oh, I you, hit it too you, soon. I, I, you, yeah, you preempted me, didn't I you? I did. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, next up is TechFan21. I'll get it right next time, Elisa. Uh, TechFan21 Thunder Cohen. And there's a really, really cool picture of an Air Force A-10. That's what well, I, I th- one of my favorite th- airplanes. I thought you were going to say it's a really cool picture of an, an airplane smoking a cigar. Oh, well, you know what that is? That's like a, I think it's a 50 oh, caliber, caliber depleted uranium slug <laughs> yeah. machine gun. 
but it looks like a cigar. Well, yeah, that's true. And then you figure they got the mouth painted right there. It's just a cool to, actually, point. Actually, just moving, you know, and I know we shouldn't do this, but um, we used to um, be in a school which was very close to lots of the sort of terrain where those planes like to do uh, practice flights. And we got an air base, obviously, far enough away for them to fly to this area do, and do all of their practice runs. And would they actually drop anything? No, 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 no. Just no, low, just, just low flyovers? But they were awesome. Absolutely awesome, I gotta say. And anyway, was that was that the Royal Air Force, or was that like no, no, combined? No, no, no. It would be uh, it'll be uh, NATO. You, you fine Americans. <laughs> oh, good. Piss, <laughs> pissing off cows all over the world. <laughs> anyway, the next review is, um, or oh, the next item is the Acrobat Pro X, and that's a review by Neil Monks. And then we have a uh, kind of a how-to tutorial by Andreas, and I have no idea what his last name is. Andreas, we need your last name. Freeware screencasting, and uh, the the tools he talks about. I mean, it, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting article. Unfortunately, using freeware screencasting apparently is is not that good. Um, and then finally, we've got um, well, it's basically it's a media home network storage uh, product. Um, and it's from Verbatim, and it's the Verbatim Media Share Home Network Storage Server, and that's a review by David Weeks. Now, I'll tell you one thing: I often, I often thought that actually the time capsule that Apple does, if they just put a little bit of an iTunes server on there, then lots of people yeah. might buy that, you know. But hey, that's well, that's, and you know what? That would, a problem that would solve would be having to have iTunes running on one of your authorized computers at all times in order to like stream content to your Apple TV or, you know, anything along those lines. And, and I, that, that's a, a limitation that I really, really wish if Apple could get rid of. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, well, that, I think that's it for the, the MyMac stuff. Uh, b- before we get started, I, I had meant to mention, meant to mention this last week. But I forgot. Uh, with now, at, by this time, every, anyone who listens to the show knows that I, I got this Mac Pro, and I, I wanted to mention that the the company that I got it from, uh, in, in full disclosure, uh, we're in talks with them trying to you know get them to be a sponsor. It's MaxForYou.com, and before I bought this machine, I had never heard of them before. They're based out of uh, Minnesota. Uh, the guy that I got it from, I actually got it off of eBay from Wolfgang 59. Great service, and he's a good, good eBayer. The computer came boxed in an original Mac Pro box, came with a keyboard and mouse, four gigs of RAM, two 500 gig hard drives, a fantastic Radeon 8800 video card with 512 megs of RAM. Came with a fresh install of uh, Snow Leopard, iWork 09, and iLife 11, and he they also included the disk images of all of those programs to reinstall it if you need it. Now, that's good. That's good because very often you don't get those extra items. You know, they they just give you you know the bare minimal. Exactly. And when I when I when I was looking for this machine, uh, I had looked at a, a lot of different companies that sold used Macs. And I, I'm not going to mention the price that I paid for this machine, but it was it was certainly one of the less expensive, you know, very competitively priced machines of this type 
that I was able to find online. And uh, I just wanted to mention MaxForYou.com, Wolfgang59 on eBay. Fantastic service. Great company. If you're looking for a Mac and, and you can't afford to buy a new one, check out this company, MaxForYou.com. And I'm not going to say any more because they haven't actually signed on to be a sponsor yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, come on, come on, Wolfgang. Nah, but you, you, you've done well out of them. So that's good. That's good. Yep. And uh, one other thing. Now, over the last couple of years, um, I have, and you and I had a long discussion on this as well. Uh, I, I had really, really slammed the the later versions of iLife after it changed from <laughs> iLife well, I'm sorry from I'm sorry slammed iMovie when it had changed from uh iMovie yeah. HD to you know the the relatively recent version and I had tried it under 08 I had tried it under 09 hated them both and so when 11 came out and it looked to be pretty much the same thing I honestly didn't even try it you know just didn't even really put it through its paces didn't really think I was going to like it and then Last night, uh, some friends of my son uh, had this school project, and they didn't have a way to edit the video. And I had known about this this uh, trailer feature in the new version of iMovie, and I figured, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you guys out with editing this, but just for fun and because I wanted to try it out, let's do a trailer. (laughs) And so we we did the trailer, and it was super easy to do. And yeah. I had a great time putting it together, and then I, I you know, I, I had all the video into iMovie, and I started actually using the, the the edit features in iMovie, and I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. On how much better the newest version of iMovie in iLife Eleven is from the two previous versions. And, I, I think I, I, it's funny because I'd never really used iMovie before this right. current this current version, and I had tried it, you know, the HD version a couple of times, and it just it just seemed, you know, it wasn't for me. I, yeah. You know, I just hadn't got into it. Plus, I didn't have any decent projects to to try on it. And then we finally got some projects, and I say we really it was my eldest. Um, she kind of, you know, I said to her, I kept kind of pushing them, say, why well, go and use iMovie because I knew that she'd dig into it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she showed me one or two of the little tricks. And uh, I've tried to go back to the older version just to see. And, uh, yeah, see what it was like. Uh, and I've, you know, I've left it. I go back to the current version. I, I quite like the current version, certainly. Yeah. And, you know, so here I am. I'm I'm going to take back almost all of the bad things that I've said about iMovie since, uh, since Apple made those big changes. So kudos. Kudos, Apple. <laughs> Well said. Well, well said, said, sir. Well said. Well, well said, sir. It's yeah, about, three years later. It's, it's great. It's time. <laughs> now, uh, before we end this segment, uh, I wanted to, to quickly talk about uh, the next version of OS X. And yes, everyone, we are going to talk about the new MacBooks. And we'll we'll spend a minute or two talking about w- what was that they had the event on today, Gaz? Um, uh, it was uh, a, 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 a writing pad. Yeah, it was I something. I I I piddle. Yeah, I the I piddle. We'll the I piddle. Yeah, (laughs) we'll we'll get more into that in the uh, the third segment of the show. Um, I went ahead and managed to secure a copy of the developer's version of ten point seven. Yeah did you did you see that there there was a a site that was um, you could download it from. 
Yeah, that's that's how I got mine. Oh, was it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sort get of. it through the official route then? Uh, well, not yet. I actually did recently, uh, as a matter of fact, after I got this, uh, I signed up for Apple's developer program under both uh, OS X and iOS. Right. Because I'm such a scary programmer that I, I need to have those things. <laughs> and by scary, I mean I couldn't code my way out of a paper bag. So you've, have you installed this? Uh, version that you've got yeah well now that i've got this mac pro i've got four drives in it and i had a one of the original drives that came with it one of the 500 gig drives i figured well why not just put it on that so i did so, and, so you weren't worried about the the site the torrenting site that you got it from i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, whoosh. okay uh, let's talk about 10.7. <laughs> um, a couple of the things that are, that's really cool. Oh, stop it. it. You're killing me here. Uh, there's a lot of new touch gestures that are included. As long as you have a magic trackpad. Now, I don't have one, so I wasn't able to try any of this. I've got I, one. I yeah. bought it from the Apple store. <laughs> I need to get one. Just, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss this, this trackball that I have. But, you know. I've gotta say, actually, whilst we're just mentioning that. Yeah. Um, I still use a mouse. I still use the, the magic mouse that I've got, but the trackpad, it kind of, I think I've actually, what I've got to do is try and, I've, I've seen something which you can connect it to the actual keyboard. And I think I've got to, I've got to do that. So I use it more than the mouse because, um, <clears throat> I do like it for occasional use, but there are some things which you, you find yourself going back to the yeah. mouse for. So. I actually wish it was wired. If it was wired, I'd probably already have one. Uh, well, yeah, I don't have an issue with it. Don't be in mind. Yeah. Uh, well, some of the some of the gestures. Sorry, so that's taken us yeah. off. Uh, <laughs> oh, this, oh this, not on this, this show. This, not on this show. Taking us off, lion. Yeah. Lion. <laughs> but you're able to swipe between like different spaces and yep. uh, full screen apps. Um, and I, yeah, like I said, I'm going to have to get a, uh, a magic trackpad just to try some of that out. Yeah. Something that I thought was really really cool looking was Launchpad. Now you know anyone who has an iOS device would immediately recognize what this what this is it, it's basically it it kind of turns your monitor into almost like an iPad you know you have all of the the little familiar square you boxes you, you, for don't, the programs. you don't then get the you know the feeling that you want to move, raise your hand up and start touching and flicking on the screen though do you oh well <laughs> speaking of that something really weird uh the in the initial installation after I got done installing it and I restarted the machine using Lion, I opened up uh, Safari just to check out some web pages. And I've got this scroll wheel here on this trackball, and I started scrolling down, and the screen didn't move. It's like what the what the hell? You know what's going on here? And I just happened to to push it up, and it went down. So what they're what they're kind of trying to do, and and this makes me think that that they're really looking for some kind of merge between. OS 10 and iOS, I mean, launchpad aside, is if you look at your, at the scroll wheel on your, on your mouse, when you want to go down, you flick your finger down. When you want to go up, you kind of flick your finger up, but the actual device itself is moving in the opposite direction. You know what I'm saying? I think. Yes, I know what you mean. Right. I know what you mean. So yes. it, it's like Apple's trying to get us used to touch-based gestures, not only 
for iOS right. devices, <clears throat> right? But and, yeah, and to be done, yeah, to be done via OS ten as well. And it was yep. very disconcerting. It was, I mean, it was relatively easy to get used to. And thank God, Apple included. I had to search for it, but they included a uh, a preference box where you could switch Change that it. back around again. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, but it was it was really kind of off putting <clears throat> when it first did it. Uh, but but talking about Launchpad. Uh, once you bring it up, you've got this full screen and you still have, you know, accessibility to the dock, but you have this full screen with all of your apps on it and you can take those apps, drop them on top of one another. And just like in iOS, create folders of the different types of applications that you have. Yep. Yep. And, you know, basically anything you can do in iOS, you can do, it makes it look like you can do the same in Launchpad. Uh, mail as well looks like an iPad version, though you can switch to the classic view and the preferences. I had a lot of problems with this program. I would I would bring it up, and I'd be trying to look at a, at a you know one of my pieces of email when all of a sudden the email would disappear off the screen, and the the long list of emails that I had would just jump down about halfway down, and it did it every single time. A restart didn't help. You know, I, I don't know if it's because of this particular machine or if it was a bug in the version that I had or no, what. No, it's just you. Yeah, it it's usually is. You. It it's usually is. Uh, another kind of cool thing with 10.7 is full-screen apps. Now, Yeah, I mean, we've kind of got that with iPhoto at the moment, haven't we? That's uh, That can become a uh, full-screen app. So they're, they're yeah. kind of, you know, making people aware of it and there's some people that don't like it i quite like it actually because it it um it keeps my mind on that one application and when i'm i'm using it so i, I quite yeah. like it but uh obviously you have to get used to certain certain processes don't you oh yeah yeah and we can uh yeah, as soon as this becomes more widely known we can expect to hear from from all of the you know hardcore Windows people. Oh wow, full screen apps! You, you guys finally have full screen apps after all these years because Windows has been able to do this for years. From you know, you, you basically just hit the the one command on their touch bar and the whole whatever yeah. it is fills the uh, screen. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, right, yeah, right. They can maximize it, but that doesn't mean it's a full screen yeah, app. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not quite the same thing, but be prepared I, I, to, I tell you to what, hear about it. There's one thing with Windows Seven at the moment. It you know. Whenever you swipe up with your um, uh, with your mouse, um, or you've got a handle on the you know the top of the bar of any application, it then suddenly goes full screen. It winds me up. Oh yeah, no. yeah. I, well, XP does that as well. That's <clears throat> yeah, been happening know, to me I, in I XP. Never noticed it. I never noticed it. And of course, the problem with that is. You know, I go down, and and this is a Mac thing. I, I'm so used to going down to the bottom of the screen to grab it by that corner. But the problem is, if I do that in Windows, the uh, uh, the start not the start bar, the um, uh, what you, their version of, their version of the dock. Um, I'm losing my mind tonight. The uh, launch, you know, they're they're kind of like launcher. But who are we talking about now? Windows, of, of, of Windows. Windows, yeah, um, yeah. whatever. Taskbar. Task. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the taskbar. Yeah, I mean, it's it's only been it's only been part of Windows since 1995. So it's, there's there's absolutely no reason for me to ever yeah, remember that. What, it's like going to the dentist, you see, and they put an injection in your mouth. You start talking about Windows. One other thing that that the Windows people will will definitely have a field day with is that. You'll now be able to resize any window from any corner in OS X. 
Yeah, now, it's funny because I saw different reactions to that. Because when I saw that, I thought, oh, about time, you know, because yeah. the, there are, the amount of time... The, the, the issue is, if you're on a Mac and you're solely on a Mac, no problem. You know exactly where you've got to put that mouse and you get used to it, end of. Exactly. But when you click keep flipping back from a windows machine into mac it i often i do often find myself trying to click the edge of a window and and you know and instead of almost it. anywhere but they you know they seem to have taken it a little bit of a step further and made it a lot more user friendly in the way it, it works so you're talking you know, about you're talking about os 10 yeah. yeah 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 i would agree yeah. with that the other um, kind of weird thing is there's no scroll bars yeah, they hide, don't they? Yes, the, yes, they the, do. They also hide. So, and you, all you'll see is kind of like if you open up a Safari window on your iPad, and that particular web page is larger than the screen, and then you take your finger and you you know you flick up to kind of move down the content, you'll see this little <laughs> tiny black speck that moves in relationship to how much space is on that particular page. So as you get near the bottom of the page, you know, it's also almost near the bottom of your screen. Well, Safari in Lion, or at least the developer's version of it, does that same thing. Cool. Though you can turn your scroll bars back on if you want to. But I I thought that was kind of a nice touch. Good. That's Uh, good. Next thing is we got to hurry up. Uh, next thing is mission control. No, you've got to hurry. I've up. I've got to hurry up, <laughs> which allows you to s- select not only from all open apps like Expose, but also open from all your different environments. So imagine that you've got Stacks, Dashboard, Launchpad, and the Finder all running at the same time. Uh, Expose would basically just take all of your open windows in the Finder and condense them down so you could pick mission control does that and more so you've got one window that that's your finder that has all of your open apps and then at the top of the screen you've got dashboard you've got launchpad you've got stacks you've got, whatever it is you got open is there and you can select from any of those environments cool uh what now this next thing i thought was was friggin' amazing uh anyone who's been using 10.5 and 10.6 they know about apple's time machine in Lion, they've got this thing they're calling versions, which is basically time machine tied to every single one of your applications. So if you've right. made a change in a document, yep. instead of having to leave that environment, go into time machine, you go through to where you made that change, click on it, find that document again, and then restore it. You just basically hit a button, and you've got like a little mini time machine that works within that application, so that you cool. can go That's right. Cool. That sounds cool. Oh man, I think I'll have to so see slick. it to, to visualize it completely. But I think I know where you're coming from. It sounds yep. cool. Uh, last kind of cool thing is this thing they're calling Resume, which allows you to freeze all of your currently open applications in place when you restart or log off. So when you log back in or you start your machine back up. If you tell it to, all of the programs, all of the documents, everything you were doing pops right up without you having to go and, and open up all these other programs. Excellent. That's good. Oh, that- God. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm a little off tonight, guys, and I, and I, and I apologize for that. Um, something else that people need to remember, if you have older apps that are mission critical for you that were never upgraded to 
work exclusively with Intel Macs. You know, they were basically PowerPC Macs. Chances are that they're not going to work in 10.7. Yeah, I don't think that's a great surprise. Uh, probably a little bit of a disappointment for some. But it, to be honest with you, if you're still running a PowerPC, you're probably also running one of the older OSs as well. So yeah. you're really not that bothered. But, I mean, it, yeah, it was going to happen at some point. Oh, yeah. But yeah. To, to, it not only PowerPCs, does, is it not going to actually run... What is it that's not going to run on some of the earlier Intels? Oh, oh, you know, I actually kind of glossed over that. Yeah, um, I think I think the, it's some of the. It's not also Lions also not going to work on some of the earlier. Yeah, the original um, Core machines. Duo and Core Solo based <clears throat> Intel Mac. So we're talking mm. uh, the real early. I think the real early iMacs and the first. I think first and second gen Mac Minis that were Intel based. Yeah, most likely won't work under Lion. And now I think that's you know more of a di- you know those people are going to be more disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And but, uh, do Apple care? No, probably, no. Probably well, not. I mean, those machines are now what five, six years old. Yeah, dude, that's true enough. Yeah, that's it's enough. come on, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spend spend five hundred bucks so, and and buy a new Mac for well, God's sake. Well, you know, they could probably still sell them and still get a bit of money out of them. Whereas you try to sell a, a PC that age. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm still I'm still trying to sell my uh, my 24 inch iMac. Are you? Yeah. So anyone who plug, lives plug, in the continent, yeah. Plug. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll say it. Anyone who lives in the continental United States, uh, especially if you live in the the Northern Virginia area, if yeah. you're interested in uh, purchasing my 24 inch iMac, I'm only asking for 500 bucks plus whatever shipping is going to be. It's 24 inch, 2.16 gigahertz, uh, four four gigs of RAM. 1.5 terabyte hard drive, uh, 7,600 graphics card with 256 megs of RAM. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. I'm asking 500 bucks for it. I, I just need to get it out of here. So, uh, last thing I wanted to, 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 yeah, last thing I wanted to say, we are running so late. Doesn't matter. No, you are. I, okay. I'm running really, really late. Uh, rent, random house. Don't blame me. Talk, talk, now talk about incredibly stupid timing. Random House today announced that they are adding 17,000 books oh, no. to iBooks, which I, is great. I, I, That's wonderful. I see what you've said, and I, I, tend, <coughs> I think I disagree with the, what you're saying, but you, you carry on. Okay. The reason why I'd say it's such bad timing is isn't this announcement going to get kind of lost over the hullabaloo with the iPad 2 and everything else that, that's going on associated with it? Um, I don't think it is. I think I think that's a real biggie. And I it, well, it is big. I'm not saying it's not big. I'm just talking no, about the timing. And of I the think it's big enough that the timing is it's a combination with the iPad, especially with the iPad going thinner and slightly slightly lighter. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I I don't think so. I don't think it's bad timing at all. I think um, you know they wanted to get it out there, and pff, no, I don't, I don't. It's almost for me. It's like a combo. And and Apple will work on that as well over the next few weeks. So yeah, that's I, true. I, I, you know, it, it, you could say that they got it out quickly because they know that Apple will then use that over the next few weeks with some of their advertising and the statements and everybody else will say, now look at all these books they can also get. Because over here in the UK, uh, Apple's iOS devices, more e-books are read on that than they, than they are on the Kindle over here. So, Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, well, you know what? 
<laughs> here we are damn near a half hour into the show. We need to take a break. So everyone, please, for the love of God, stand by to stand by. And Gaz, we'll be right back. He said that just like Tony the Tiger. Arrgh. Hey, my Mac listeners, Sam Levin here with App Minute. If you want the latest and greatest of app news information about cool things regarding apps, that means anything application-related, software, hardware peripherals, iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, Android, you name it, you got to listen to App Minute. Check out appminute.com, one of the many, many cool, cool shows of the MyMac family. All right, thanks a lot from Sam Levin of appminute.com. Number one in our time slot, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, I hope Guy's still on the other end of the line. Guy? Yeah, yeah, mostly. Oh, God, he is. My nose is running and I'm not. Yeah, I thought you'd gone for a lie down then. Oh, I'd like to. I'd like to. Now, last week, um, we also had a, an update to, or this week, is it this week? I can't no, it was remember last week. This week. It was last week. Yeah, the, um, there was shiny new Macs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Apple waited until, yeah. what, Thursday? But we did say that. Like, we, did yeah. tell, we did tell everybody that. I was but pissed. What, what, well, yeah, yeah. One thing that um, I noticed, uh, and I saw a few people comment on this as well, the fact that there seemed to be an awful lot of speculation about what we might be getting with the new Macs, you know, they, you know, redesign more like the MacBook Air, or would it have this port? Would it have that port? Would it be, you know, uh, had this sort of screen? And uh, there was all sorts of speculation. And Apple said nothing. No, they not didn't at all. Even war- they didn't even warn us that the update was coming. People were guessing because of stock situations, because of uh, changes in uh, companies' uh, stock numbering, etc., etc., right. and because stocks were going down. And the speculation went through the roof. Now, Apple said nothing. Which is the Macs, what they typically the, do. Which is what they typically do. And it was only a refresh. And yeah. the, the Macs come out. And I think it was a pretty good refresh. Um, a pretty damn good refresh when you yeah. look at some... The, you oh, know, I, oh some, I would the, agree. I mean, I don't CPUs. think... I don't even think there's a... a there's, there's not a... Well, no, I, I'm sorry. The i3 well, for, the, for the 13-inch, I think, are still dual-core machines. Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, once the, the refresh had, had happened, I then saw lots of people going, oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, is that all they could do? Oh, but and I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. They didn't say that they were actually even releasing this refresh. They're the same prices. There's no, you know, that that's the one thing. Very clever ploy by Apple. You know, they they only change the prices occasionally, and they I think they pretty much kept the same pricing. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm right on that. Um, and they've done a pretty good, I think, a pretty good refresh of that range. Oh, I would agree. Um, if you look at, at across the line, uh, the 13 inches have the i3 
The 15 and 17 inches have the Intel quad core i7s, and you know they they got little speed bumps. The you know they they've they've gone back to because I, I think they got away from it for a while. The the dual graphics chipsets. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the the thirteens have the what is it the the Intel HD Graphics three thousand chipset. <coughs> I'm so sorry. The uh, the fifteen and the seventeen inch <coughs> as I cough my lungs out. The fifteen and the seventeen inch have uh, dual graphics sets with that same uh, Intel HD three thousand along with AMD's Radeon HD six thousand series. And these you know some of these. I think the the, the high end fifteen and the seventeen you can get with up to one gigabyte of video RAM. Now, Absolutely, I, I mean, and this, some is of those, a, this is on a this is on a laptop. Yeah, and they're they're almost as powerful or more powerful than a lot of desktops now. I, I you know I, I think I've said this before. Um, we've got to a point where I'm not sure that the CPUs we need them to be any faster. No, you know, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think I think what we need, and I think the MacBook Air is proving this, and obviously people who've gone out and adapted their own their own Macs, we need faster hard drives, or or faster, just faster input output devices in yes. general. Yes, yes, um, and and that's and that's where it's going now. Obviously, I think they'll continue to improve um, the CPUs because you still do need that power if you've got you know video if you're yeah. doing well, video and, and let, let, let's let's face it, a lot of this is now marketing. You know, if, if Intel just came out and said, well, yeah, okay, but, well, we, we yeah, had because, last year we had the yeah. 2.3, this year we have the 2.4. And it's like, yeah, okay. I agree with you. But Apple but Apple aren't worried about that, are they? Because they just did a refresh. Right, and didn't say a word. And, and they didn't say a word about it. And, and, you know, when you go back on, you see that they've, you know, they've gone to the latest um, Intel quad-core i7s, i5s, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And, you know, let's just move on. You know, yeah. that's almost what they're saying. Well, as far as processors go, uh, the race doesn't seem to be f- speed in particular. If if you look at what was going on between the power, you know, the AIM Power PC and the Intel x86 chips yeah, in, in yeah, the that, 90s that, that and the was, early 2000s, was wasn't it? Oh yeah. yeah, it was like, well, yeah. who can get to three gigahertz and who can get to? And, and honestly, can, it didn't remember. make that much of a difference. No, and I can remember being on, in, you know, on a. Uh, a Windows machine, going out and having to buy a new board, motherboard, and then getting the new CPU, making sure that, you know, it was an upgradable uh, motherboard, and then sure. obviously going up to the next CPU and spending... Yeah, most of my time was building the damn things yeah. rather than using them. But, well, and I then, mean, of yeah. course, then the problem was when they came out with their next processor, did your motherboard, you know, your... your uh, processor slot on your motherboard support their new processors because Intel isn't going to tell you. No, no, not always. I mean, they're, they're, that they're going they're, to a new it, process. It would, it, it would do it for a few, you know, you get a few iteration changes and then or iterations and then that would be it. And then they'd, exactly. they'd change. They'd change and AMD the, was the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm not, you know, I'm not really bothered about that as long as it's doing the job. And, uh, I, you know, for, for, you know, you and the likes of you and me, Guy, possibly less you because you do use yours, I think, a little bit more power intensive than I do. But for me and Joe Bloggs, I think this MacBook, that MacBook Air is a revelation to me because it's it's really quite powerful and does. I mean, I was using it again. Um, Claire was out um, with a brass band again on Sunday and they were doing some recording and I was right. sat down and again doing loads of stuff. You know, I'd got again. Um, 
GarageBand on and I've got all sorts of other apps open and it just it it eats it but the the memory management on it as well seems to be better than uh, the Mac Mini that I've got as well. Now, you've seems... got four gigs of RAM in that. I've got in the in the Air. In the Air, four gigs. Yeah. Now is that the Max or can you take that to eight? No, no, no. That's the Max. Okay. If you look at what the Air represents, okay, we're talking about a laptop machine. Number one, it's a laptop with a processor that, if you look, if you're just looking at specs, and and this is the, this is where a lot of people get hung up on is you know specifications. Its processor is about one third slower yeah. than these new yeah. you know MacBook Pros, and yet. Because of the improvements in input and output data management yep. seem just as fast. And yeah, I, a lot of that it, comes down to the SSD drive that, yes. that not only are Apple putting in their machines, but a, a lot of the, the, the higher-end laptops on you know both sides of the aisle, okay. we're seeing major, major speed improvements that aren't related to your graphics card they're not related to your processor they're not related to anything other than the fact that information and data is moving at a much faster rate definitely and i can i can see the macbook air basically taking the the the, i think the macbook the white macbook is i'm afraid it, it it's it's for the graveyard of the macbook sky i'm afraid well you've had that for what two years now three years what my the, the white the MacBook. MacBook? No, yeah. no, I'm I'm talking about in Apple's lineup. Oh, I think, oh, oh, I thought you were talking I about think, yours in particular. No, 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 I'm talking about the lineup. I think you'll have you'll have the iPad, you'll have the MacBook Air, you'll have the MacBook Pros, and then you'll have the desktop range. Yeah, yeah, you think you think that the well, but at the same time, remember that that the MacBook represents the 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 lower end. You can get a MacBook for under a thousand dollars. And I don't think Apple, unless Apple can come out with a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air that's going to break that under $1,000 mark, I don't think they'll get rid of the MacBook. I, I think they will. I think they will. I think, even, I, I think eventually they'll come up with a, a MacBook Air. Which is, <coughs> oh, God. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, right. it's all, I'm still it's, listening. Sorry, I'm still listening. So, sorry, listeners. I hope your ears aren't flattened now. <laughs> well, I'm trying to I'm trying to turn away. Anyway, we've we've gone away from the, those MacBook Pros, haven't we? There, there's one other big thing which well, did is they uh, release MacBook Pros. Oh yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> well, there's one other thing which they've brought out, which is um, uh, it's a new input output solution called Thunderbolt. Um, yeah. You may you may have heard it called Light Peak. Um, it, it offers really fast uh, throughput up to oh. 10 gigabytes. Yeah. Although actually, the fastest. Hard drive at the moment is only about six gigabyte throughput, isn't it? Yeah, I think those are some of the USB drives now. But you know, the the thing is, of course, is those particular hard drives that are six gigabyte are geared toward the USB three market. So once manufacturer, actually, you know what? Um, let let me back up here for just a second. Apple has, as I understand it, uh, one year of exclusivity on Lightpeak forward slash yep. Thunderbolt. So no other computer company can install or have that port available to them until Apple's first year is up. And I honestly believe that's a mistake because since Apple has so much less of the marketplace than Windows does, 
there'll be less manufacturers that will be willing to spend the kind of money necessary to create these new devices. I think Apple and Intel would have been better off to just release it to the open market. You know, you know, of course, Apple likes to be able to say, well, we've got the latest and greatest, but that doesn't always help their case. If you think back with Firewire, you know, Firewire was Apple's baby. That was, you know, they created Firewire. Yeah, it was I, so I, much I, better than USB. But and this is different. This is different because this is not Apple's baby. It's it's well, Intel's they were involved. Baby. They were involved. In, yeah, they were involved in, the in it, Grant, But it's, it. it's it's Intel's baby. It's Intel who are going to be pushing it. So I don't. I know what you're saying, uh, and that is marketing. That yeah. is that is marketing, um, but I mean we're already seeing people you know coming out with devices. I think I think Apple have got a game plan to do with video on this, and that's why they want exclusivity, and and they're going to be pushing that out and going going doing something with video. I think combined with that, but what that is exactly, I'm not quite sure. Well, now Apple also sells uh, LED and LCD displays, one of those two, and. Of course, it uses their own uh, display port for connectivity, and you know that that's fine. That that's that's Apple's. But if if they switch over to a uh, Thunderbolt connector directly from your computer to a monitor, right now the way it stands, the monitor would have to be the last device in the chain. Well, what if you also included a uh, Thunderbolt hub built into? the back of the monitor. So instead of having, you know, three or four USB and firewire cables coming out of, of the back of your computer over to your monitor, over to your hard drives, over to your printers, over to whatever it is that you have connected up to your, your computer, you've got a single cable coming out of the computer to your monitor and then a four or five port hub on the back of that monitor much closer to go to all these other devices. It's needed. It's needed. That's it what is. they'll need. So, and I, I think that's what they'll be doing with it. Yeah, because right now, you you once you connect up a uh, DisplayPort monitor through Thunderbolt, that's it. It can't go any farther than that. And every single one of these Thunderbolt devices has to have a Thunderbolt chipset built into it in order to go on to the next device. Just like with FireWire, just like with USB. And it's it's blazingly fast, and let let's hope that uh, that it's going to make the kind of impact that it should in this marketplace. Because when you're talking about devices having to get past that input output bottleneck, something like USB three and uh, Lightpeak slash Thunderbolt is is really what's going to be required to 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 push the speeds forward beyond the standards of processors and and graphics cards and all the rest of that. And I think that'll finish it off for that uh, that section. Yeah. So everyone, please, uh, we have got one last action action packed segment to go. Uh, stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Teach me how to read. Who needs stupid books? They are for petty crooks, and I will learn by studying the lessons in my dreams. So turn off the TV, cause that's what others see. News from the MyMac family of podcasts. Tech Fan, hosted by Tim Robertson and me, David Cohen. If it moves air and it keeps you cool, then this is the podcast for you. We cover ceiling fans, desk fans, 
swamp coolers and air conditioners. If it's to do about air displacement and you want to geek out on that, then this is right up your street. Hello? Oh, hi Tim. Yeah, I'm just recording a trailer for the new podcast. What do you mean you've reconsidered the concept? What, you don't want to cover fans anymore? Technology? Well, I suppose, yeah, we know a bit about it. Well, you've been doing it for 20 years or so, haven't you? You want to geek out on technology instead? Well, how are we going to change the name of the show then? Oh, I see. Fans of technology. Okay, I guess that'll work. You're the boss. Okay, catch you later. Tech fan. It's not about fans, but it is about tech. means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last segment of the show. Uh, we are going to talk about a little event that Apple had this morning in California. It was, uh, as you were saying, before the weirdness just happened, it was... Uh, early afternoon here on the East Coast, and and what time was it over in the UK when it started? Uh, Six p.m. So wow. evening, early yeah. evening. And you know, it was funny. There was a a Twitter thread that was going going around between you, me, and 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 I'm blanking on who the other person was. And they were saying, "Well, you're going to do it live. You're going to do it live." It's like, oh, my, you know, really? I don't, I don't know. I don't think we could do. Uh, uh, three such diverse time zones at uh, at a at a single bound you know sometimes i wonder how how the guys over the imp podcast managed to because i mean they basically do that almost every week yeah and that that's that's pretty hard work that is to you know you've got a it's normally quite late of course uh, to assist so and it's it's difficult to get everybody in but uh, anyway there was an event this oh, afternoon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Apple event. Um, well, as expected, uh, the, the focus of the event was the announcement of the iPad 2. And while Apple was never able to create a white iPhone, apparently, if you make it four times bigger, white is not a problem. So, <laughs> well, yeah, but to be fair, <laughs> the iPad doesn't have a flash, and I think the problem Ooh, with the, oh, the no, I won't do it. <laughs> Go on, the iPad, the iPad doesn't have a flash. <laughs> I knew you wanted to do it. Really. I did. I did. <laughs> so, um, and obviously, not having a flash, you don't get any light leakage, which I think is the problem with the phone. Well, that anyway, could be. That could anyway, be. anyway, this this um, this iPad comes in black and white. It's available from the 11th of March in the US, and I'm coming over on the 12th. Could be earlier, but I'm coming over on the 12th. Guess what? I might be looking at buying oh, when I come man. over, guy. Yeah, well, as long as they're going to be available. Now, yeah, there was, oh, yeah, they'll be available. There was some yield problems of you know what I was hearing, and that they weren't able to make as as many as 
you know, they were, they'll they were hoping plenty. to. There'll be plenty. There'll be plenty. There'll be one specially for me at the Nashville store. <laughs> There'll be a big GZ on the yeah, back of it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, there's an upgrade in the, um, the processor. It comes with an I5, uh, A5 dual core processor. Yep. It's got two cameras, one at the front and one at the back. <laughs> Yeah. One at the top and one at the bottom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like 3D. Yeah, yeah James Cameron wants to use one for Avatar Part Two. <laughs> they reckon <laughs> they reckon the CPU is at least twice as fast, and the graphics are there's a nine times graphics improvement on them. So, but it's the same resolution as um, the first iPad. Yep, same, same storage. Same storage. Yep, yep. sixteen yep. thirty-two and sixty-four. Same now, connectivity, Wi-Fi, well, no. GSM. And, well, yeah, oh, no, no, yeah, it's yeah. got the CDMA. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, the first iPad was GSM only. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas well, you know, Apple's we, we kind know. of throwing Verizon a bone. Oh well, yeah, but we know we kind of knew that was going to happen anyway. So if they can do it on the phone, uh, yeah, they should be able to do it on the iPad as well. Um, FaceTime, which looked quite interesting, actually. Uh, yeah, it did. And, and they're still saying that it's going to have at least uh, the same battery life, which is, I think, key. Oh, uh, key oh, yeah. when you look at the um, yeah. If, the if you're going to yeah, if you're going to increase the capabilities of the CPU, yeah, uh, you've you've got to do what you can to keep that battery life the same. And they, as well. and they did say that they've had some good power um, improvements on that CPU, so to you know keep that ten hour battery life because that ten hour battery life is, I think, it's a a, a major. Um, selling point of the the device, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think there's there. I mean, there is no either currently shipping or announced Android tablet that can match the no. iPad and battery no. life. No, not and a single pri- one. And the price the price is the same. So go over to your local uh, online store to see what the prices are. But they're, they're the same as the previous versions. Yeah, and, and in fact, I have heard one or two things that the the previous iPad seems to be going for a song on some of the sites, but I haven't been able to verify that. So, Well, it, if you get that. it from Apple, all of the current iPad 1 models, whichever one it is you want to talk about, either Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi 3G, every single one of them are 100 bucks off. Cool. Cool. Yep. So go if you, you know, and I'll tell you what, the current iPad, it's still, it, it's still a, it's an amazing a machine. machine. Yeah. yeah a it's a machine. So for a hundred bucks less. Then, yep. Yeah. Definitely. Um, they also spoke about um, they, they briefly sp- spoke about a, a, an AV adapter so, um, because it comes with a new thirty pin connector which has got a HDMI output for mirrored display. Now that's yeah. that's key. That's key. Yeah. So you'll be uh, able to hook up your your iPad two. I, now I don't know if this is going to also work with the iPad one. I have a feeling it's not going to. Um, well, I think that's in the software, and I've got a feeling that, that it said new, but I've got a feeling that you'll be able to use it with the original one as well. Well, maybe, but remember that that you know you're talking about 1080p out from an iPad that wasn't even really meant to display 1080p content. So whether or not it will, well, you know what? I'll take that back. It, chances are, it it may work. But you just won't get the same quality yeah. of resolution yeah, right. out of it as that's you right. will with the iPad too. Right. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, thirty nine bucks works with all apps. So if you want to yeah. play a game on your TV, <laughs> just hook up hook up your iPad to your yeah, TV and you, you use it as a controller. Of course, then yeah. you're you're looking at 
Correct. Yeah, you're looking at your iPad, but everybody else around you can look at, the, the, at your TV no, screen and go, wow, only, that's really good, cool. The only thing that you could use then, of course, is if you've got a racing game where, you know, you're just using the orientation. Um, oh, yeah, 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 that's true. So you use the orientation to steer and then obviously you use your thumbs to you know, brake and, and accelerate. You don't really need to look at it then. But, yeah, for a lot of other games, you're going to be looking at the small screen. But, hey... Um, they've also got a, a neat little cover. Yeah, iPad socks. I, I wasn't sure about that. It, it, it seemed, <laughs> well, no, they're not. They're not. They're not like the iPod socks. No, no. They, it actually seemed a bit of a, a, a throwback to the 1970s. The way you know, when I looked at it, I thought it just just feels old. But it's it's a neat little um, magnetic cover which yeah. goes over the iPod. Uh, the iPad. Now it, it only covers parts. the front. Only covers the front, um, so they're obviously quite happy with the uh, material they're using for the rest of the iPad. And I think, I, do you know, I think they got it right. I think the iPad doesn't travel around so much. I think many more people use it at home, like we do, and that's the only place, you know, the only place it'll go. And I think people, if they take it out, they'll take it out in a bag which they've got with all their other stuff as well. So, but yeah, well, as a, a matter of fact, I've got, I've cover. got a. Um uh, a bag that Sam Levin gave me at Macworld. Uh, it's an app minute bag. And when I go to work, I mean, I used to carry a, um, my laptop and all the rest of that stuff in this big backpack that I put on my back. This is just like, you know, my wife calls it my, my, my man purse, which, you know, doesn't make me real happy, but it basically is what it is. You know, it's got a little fold over sleeve and you drop it in there and, and a couple of little things that you might, you might want. And so instead of carrying this this big bulky backpack, I've just got this little bag that's got my my iPad and my iPhone in it. Your man bag. My man bag. <laughs> uh, the other thing they talked about was iOS four point three, which is supposed to be released on the same day that the iPad two comes out. And they're talking about faster Safari performance with yep. uh, twice as fast JavaScript, photo booth for the iOS. And now this is something that's going to make a lot of people happy. Personal hotspot for 3G speeds on your iPhone to if like if you, if you have your iPhone and you have a data plan like a with, MiFi. Yeah, exactly. It, it basically turns your iPhone into a MiFi so you yeah. can use that same speed on your Mac and and other compatible devices. That's now, cool. last week or maybe it was 2 weeks ago, I was talking about doing video editing on the iPad, and I went into great length were. about all these you different were. programs. Yes, and then Apple dropped the bomb today. <laughs> iMovie yes, I, for I think, the iPad. Uh, yeah, look out, watch it, everybody. Watch out for next year's review of iMovie for the iPad when he takes that guy takes his iPad with iMovie and Carriage Band, which they announced. Yeah, um, and uses it at MacWorld. And and not and I won't take a laptop. And of course, this this is this is assuming that you know because before I buy an iPad, I got to pay off this this huge beast that is currently yes. at my feet right now, or my wife will divorce me. She will. She'll just which, say you which, spend too much money, get out no, of the I house. Have asked that. Which one is preferable? Wait, hold on. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Yes. So so Apple released. I'm in your family. Yes, yes, there is. <laughs> so they they released iMovie for the iPad, which looks actually looked it looked quite neat actually, and also GarageBand for the iPad. And that um, we're not sure whether iMovie is actually compatible with the Mac iMovie. I don't think it is. But no, they, they didn't said, say. 
they said that GarageBand is compatible with uh, the version on your Mac. So I would say that you can create uh, projects in GarageBand and then extract them out of your iPad and onto your Mac and then do further work on them, I would say. Yeah, I wonder if that goes both ways. I would think it does. It should. And I'll tell you what I liked. Obviously, the... um, the machine, the instruments. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The touch, the touch sensitive instruments. Because obviously, yeah. Because obviously, they they got those on the Mac, and you know, you can't really play the instruments on the Mac. You know, you got your yeah, mouse. You well, you have to use like a mouse and a uh, mouse and your uh, your pointer right. to try but to do I- it. But the iPad is perfect, as we've seen hundreds and hundreds of apps that come out yeah. to play a guitar or a piano or a drum set or any other instrument you'd care to mention. Yeah, but uh, all, and, this and is basically GarageBand has all of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, before we get off of this, uh, now iMovie, one of the things that I was looking for from a, a video editor in iOS was the ability to have multi-tracks, multiple video tracks, multiple audio tracks. Now, iMovie only has the the, the single video track, sort of. You can put titles and, and, you know, do all kinds of other, like, background stuff, which kind of is like having another video track, but not quite. But the, 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 the cool thing about iMovie for the iPad, it's got three editable audio tracks, which means that you can you know, take music out of your iTunes account on your iPhone or your, I'm sorry, on your iPad, drop that into iMovie, duck it down when you want something else to go on. I mean, I can't wait to try out iMovie for the iPad. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. Watch out for the review in about a year's time after Mac. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's hopefully, hopefully. Um, something that came out today was iTunes 10.2 to prepare yeah, for all of yeah. this. Yeah, that's not a surprise, really, is it? Yeah, and I think uh, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that's pretty much a show. Although, have you got an app recommendation? Yes, guy? yes, I do. And it took me a little bit of time because I didn't get a chance to look at it uh, up until the the point that I got home today. And I think I'm going to recommend the the Twitter app for the iOS. Now, in in my opinion, it's just kind of okay on the iPhone, but it's fantastic on the iPad. It's got a built-in web browser. So as as you're looking at tweets that are being directed to you or, or tweets that are related to a subject you're interested in, if you hit that link, instead of it dropping out of Twitter and into Safari, it just opens up this little browser from within the application. So you you never have to leave the application itself to look at the information that somebody's trying to give to you via a tweet. Cool. Very good. Yep. Very and it's good. free. I have, to, I have to try that one out. Um, I've got a bit of an, a new, I think it's a bit of an unusual one. I don't, now, I don't know how I came across this um, application. And it's an application for your Mac. Um, Mac, MacBook, MacBook Pro. And it, and it's not something which you would use on a daily basis, but it's, well, I say you wouldn't use it on a daily basis. I'm using it at this very point in time. Now, the reason I, I think I came across it was because I'm, I'm using the MacBook Air now and the, uh, the Mac Mini, which I'm using at the moment, right. very often at night with the tungsten light. And the bright light, um, you can adjust it on the Macs. 
you know, and, and you can turn the brightness down, but it just kind of dims it. It's still very, a fairly harsh, bright light coming out at you. And I often find myself rubbing my eyes and thinking it's giving me a bit of a headache. Right. Well, this this application is called Flux, and it's from uh, Stereopsis. Um, so it's Stereopsis.com. We'll put the, the yeah, link in the show be, notes. Yeah, there'll be links in the show notes. And it basically sorts out your screen at night, and it puts a different hue on the screen according to what your lighting is. So you, you tell it whether you've got tungsten, halogen, fluorescent, or whether it's daylight. And it'll also take your current location, and it knows whether, you know, what time of day it is so it can adjust the light fairly very fairly slowly on your mac so your eyes get used to it and i must admit that i am much preferring the light that it's giving me when i'm looking at my mac at night now i'm not sure that i'd recommend if you're using it to if you're making adjustments in you know let's say iPhoto and you want to make adjustments to a picture um, or you're creating something you probably want to turn it off then but if you're just doing surfing it, it makes well for me i found um the application makes the um the screen a lot easier to look at especially at night um, and, when I'm and, oh, yeah over over a long period of time yeah definitely definitely and it's free <laughs> even better so we have two apps both are free one for the mac and one for the ios hey yeah hey uh gaz i was just going to ask guy yeah can, go ahead can, if if the listeners wanted to contact you and, could, and, is, is and it, wish is, me well with this stupid cold that i have yeah, and wish you well with your stupid cold that you have. Would you, is there any way that they can possibly contact you? Yes. Uh, Western Express, uh, they, they <laughs> jump on the back of a pony, and they they rush across. Yeah. It takes about two and a half months. No, I'm just Ride kidding. Right up, cowboy. Right up, cowboy. Uh, I can be reached through uh, that, that newfangled electronic stuff at guy at mymac.com and also twitter.com forward slash... Mac Parrot. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Gaz? <laughs> well, you can contact me at gaz at mymac.com or on twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. Now, yeah, yeah. if they can also contact either of us or uh, Fearless Leader. Fearless um, Leader, Tim. By sending in feed to feedback at mymac.com. And we have a Skype number. 703 436 9501. 703-436-9501. Call it. Call it a B-square. Yeah, call it. Damn you. Damn your eyes. Call that number. Also, please, if you have a moment and you're feeling charitable, go over to iTunes and leave a comment there. It really, really helps the show out, and we would seriously appreciate it, and we'll be your best friends. We'll give you hugs. Hugs. Well, electronic hugs. Hmm. Yeah, best we can do. Sorry. We're both married. <laughs> and not to each other. Okay. So thank you all so very, very much for downloading the show tonight. And uh, hopefully uh, Gaz will be back with us next week. There is some question since he will mm. be in transit over to the possibly the, the wilds possibly. of Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Nashville yeah, Tennessee. To, listen to that country music. Oh, now you're going to love Nashville. I've never been there, though. <laughs> I've, been there be- just, I've been there before. I'm just guessing. I've been there before. I know all about the Titans. <laughs> Tennessee Titans. And the Predators. <coughs> oh, is that their hockey team? Yeah. I, I knew it had to be. It was either hockey or um, uh, indoor football. or Sorry, indoor American football. 
make sure I make that distinction. So, everyone, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, and we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. Oh, I come from Alabama with a banjo on my knee. I'm going to Louisiana, my true love for to see. It rained all night the day I left. The weather was so dry. Sun so hot, I froze to death. Susanna, don't you cry. Oh, Susanna, oh, don't you cry for me. I come from Alabama with a banjo on my knee. Oh, 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 oh. It's just too perfect.